Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Fact, Fiction or Bullshit. Or for all my new listeners out there, the FFB podcast for short. Hi, my name is PJ, and every episode we'll delve into the unknown to look at the history, the facts, the theories and conspiracies, then ultimately decide fact, fiction or bullshit. As you ladies, gents and people are aware, I'm always looking for top secret places that I have absolutely no chance of getting into. Normally, they're only exclusive to the United States of America. But the more I looked, I found that there are quite a few in the UK too. Today, I have found yet another one. A place so secretive that there are armed guards everywhere. And that's unusual, especially in the UK. Even the episode I'd done about the Caution Computer Center, which houses our nuclear weapons program, had nothing like this. This is an RAF base that is not actually run by the Royal Air Force, but in fact it's run by the National Security Agency, otherwise known as the NSA. This is a place they don't want you knowing about. This is a place where if they could cloak it so that no one could see it, they would. Why, might you ask? Because this is a place that monitors over 300 million phone calls and emails every day by using powerful eavesdropping technology. That's a huge number, ladies and gentlemen people. Just let that sink in a little bit. If you don't already know, we'll be talking about RAF Men With Hill. So join me, where I'll be asking the questions. What actually happens at this base? Are they invading our privacy? Are they really resurrecting the Star Wars program? God, I love that name. Are they monitoring our communications so that they can protect us better? Also, are the British government aiding the United States in their secret war overseas? So put them tinfoil hats on, put a sticker over your webcam and pull the phone out of the socket and join me on this journey. First of all, where is it? And then I'm going to give you a brief history of the place. It's located about nine miles west of Harrogate in North Yorkshire in the picturesque countryside. To be honest, ladies, gents and people, the videos I watched of it on YouTube, looking at its surrounding area, I'm quite surprised I don't get more tourists visiting. The scenery around it is absolutely stunning. Well, that is until you look at the base itself. It has 37 giant radomes, or golf balls if you will, because in my eyes that's exactly what they look like. It's based on a 500 acre site where much of the activity takes place underground. For me these giant radomes, they ruin the countryside. It's almost eyesore-ish if you know what I mean. But this is where it gets interesting. The land is exclusively owned by the United States government. In 1954, the British government purchased the land and handed it over to the United States Department of Defense, as the US found this site suitable so that it could gather intelligence from Western and Eastern Europe. We all know specifically the Soviet Union. Then on 1st of August 1966, with the agreement of the British government, control of RAF Menwife Hill was handed from the US Army to the NSA. 
obviously you all know that's the National Security Agency. And it went from there. As technology got better, the base got bigger. And the more secretive they become. From some of the videos I've watched on YouTube, from people walking around the place trying to get pictures, you can tell that it's a place they don't want you nowhere near. They have fences all around the base with razor wire on top, CCTV cameras placed every 10 meters apart. This is the only place in the country where they can arrest you for trespassing and straying onto their land. That's just crazy. But we've not got to the best bit just yet. The outer perimeter is patrolled 24 hours a day by armed British Ministry of Defence police, whilst the inside perimeter is patrolled by armed US soldiers. Ladies, gents, people, that sounds like overkill for me. Unless that place really is that important. This place is like a mini country as well. They have everything there. Shops, baseball field, American football pitch, basketball court, fast food restaurant. They've even got their own water treatment site. They really don't need an awful lot from the outside world. So, what do they do there? I've got a few quotes which I'm going to say. But, as I said earlier, it monitors 300 million phone calls and emails every day. And that's a huge number. I also want to add this, that this was an estimate from 5 to 10 years ago. God knows how many they can monitor now. Menwith Hill is the largest overseas spying base owned by the NSA. And in 2008, NSA Director Keith Alexander said, and I quote, why can't we collect all the signals all the time? Sounds like a good summer homework project for men with. As you can see, they pretty much monitor everything. And they have all the bases covered too. You have GCHQ who work with the NSA. And they have the biggest internet access out of the five eyes. Now, if you don't know what the five eyes are, the Five Eyes are an intelligence sharing alliance between five countries. The US, UK, Canada, Australia and New Zealand. Basically, GCHQ can tap directly into the internet at a fibre optic level. In other words, straight into the cable. Then they can scan all communication for certain keywords and then act accordingly. I know you're asking the question, right? What's the need for men with? Well, not every country operates on cables running through the sea and the land. Certain countries still use satellites in the sky to bounce various communications to go all around the world. And this is when certain programs that men with come into play. I've got a feeling the names might have changed since then. They had programs such as Ghost Hunter and Ghost Wolf. So basically, how I understood it, is that you had a program called Forsnap, and this enables them to intercept communication and eavesdrop on telephone calls as they're being between foreign satellites. They don't only get that information either, they also get the telephone number of the person making the call and of the person they called as well. Then you have overhead, which is when the United States uses one of its own satellites over a targeted country 
to intercept wireless communications, i.e. calls and communications on wireless networks on the ground below. Then that signal gets beamed back to Menwith Hill, then onto the Echelon computer. This is some real Jason Bourne stuff here, ladies and gentlemen, people. And I'm asking this question now. Is it like this all over the world? Is anyone's private information safe? This is real Big Brother stuff. Is someone monitoring everything we do? Now, onto some of the quotes that I've seen about this place. RAF Menwith Hill is a Royal Air Force station near Harrogate, North Yorkshire, England, which provides communications and intelligence support services to United Kingdom and the United States of America. The site contains an extensive satellite ground station and is a communications intercept and missile warning site. It has been described as the largest electronic monitoring station in the world. Wow. Then we have one from the NSA historian James Bamford saying, Like a moon base hidden in the rolling Yorkshire hills, the station's 33 giant golf ball-like radomes house parabolic antennas capable of 2 million intercepts an hour from communication satellites. He then added this as well, to better analyse the data at the post. In 2012, the NSA added powerful supercomputers and boosted personnel from 1,800 people to 2,500 people. The site is now even bigger. Like I said earlier, uh, I think I, this quote that he said was from before the time where it started getting bigger, though then at that time it only had 33 radars. It's now got at least 37. Then from the site that I was doing my research on, we must be vigilant, prepared and innovative to maintain our edge when threatened in these domains. To me, that sounds like real, like we will end you stuff. Do you know what I mean? So now, what happens to these said people once they've been found? Well, I think you people out there already know. Once their location has been triangulated and the US government knows exactly where they are, they're either wiped off the face of the planet in a drone attack, or if they want them alive, they send in special forces to capture, detain, then remove them from said country so that they can be brought back to the United States of America and interrogated. But here's where it gets tricky, ladies, gents, and people. They're also using this technology against people in countries they're not even at war with. And in some cases, it's nothing even terror related either. And they've used it because the probability was there. So they've used it and the potential threat was eliminated due to this technology. That's illegal, by the way. There was no trial, no jury, no judge, just executioner. Do you know what I mean? They've gone on probability. Nothing's even gone on. Now, I'm not saying by using this technique, they've not killed some pretty nasty individuals and groups. But what about the maybes that they have? What about the maybes where the maybe could do something and they've just used it, found the person and wiped them off the face of the planet? There, what they've done is actually classed as a war crime in which the UK is now implicated with as we're allowing this to happen on our soil, 
um, and with, might I add, without asking them any questions. It almost seems like we are sweeping it under the rug. I can understand why, though. From, say, a head army chief or a top government official, because you're looking at it, you know your country's protected. It's protected from any threat due to men with hill. So you let them do whatever they want to do and don't question it. You won't question it because they're already helping us. And for me, ladies, gents and people, that's the sad reality of it all. They're helping us so they can go and do whatever they want. And I know from some of the YouTube videos that I've seen, there's people always protesting outside this base due to that fact. Now, on to my conclusion. First question up, are they invading our privacy? Fact, fiction, or bullshit? Whether it's GCHQ, Men With Hill, or Bued, yes, ladies, gents, and people, they have more than one site in the UK. And they are indeed invading our privacy. So I'm gonna call that fact. The fact that they can intercept any fiber optic signal and not only read your emails, but they can also see what sites you've been on. And more to that, they can also monitor all your phone calls too. I read something interesting too whilst doing my research on this, that Google is a front for the NSA. Also, do you think it's just luck that when you're talking about something or have Googled something and then go onto social media, the first advert you see is normally something that you were just talking about or searched for. The NSA have to make money somehow, right? And to be honest, ladies, gents, and people, that pretty much answers all my questions. Yes, it is a great tool to have at your country's disposal. But as we've all found out many times before, that when you have something this powerful, it normally ends up in the military's hands. And then almost certainly, it always gets abused. So that leaves one final question. Have they resurrected the Star Wars program at Menworth Hill? Fact, fiction, or bullshit? That's a fact too. A bit about the Star Wars program first though. It was an early warning device that the US manufactured. And that if anything was launched at the US missile wise, they could detect and destroy it before it got anywhere near the United States of America. With what? I don't know, that's another question. There's all sorts of speculation. But, ladies and gentlemen, people, that's another podcast. Like I said, it's a fact. The United States has spent over $10 billion on a project over 20 years to recreate Ronald Reagan's Star Wars project at Menworth Hill. So, as you can see, from like we spoke earlier what happens to these people and why the British government are allowing the US to target other countries because the UK know it's safe from from missiles that could be launched from anywhere in the, in, in the world if you know what I mean and I think that's why they tolerate it with the world we're living in at the moment you know people's hands are hovering right over them buttons as we speak 
and that's a scary thought. So to have something like this protecting a nation, or two, or five, as in the five eyes, is priceless. So when I do a podcast like this, it really gets me thinking. Should I ever speak on the phone again? Should I still text people? Should I cover up the camera on my phone and laptop? There are some scary programs out there that various governments all around the world use technically to spy on us. Then they sell all the things that they've found out about us to various social media companies to help them discover what each individual in the world actually likes. So that they make sure you see what you want to see, hence keeping you on that platform. For me, it kind of makes you want to chuck every piece of technology you have in the bin, right? And that's a scary world we live in at the moment, because with all this spying on everybody, they can influence pretty much what they like. Whether or not it'll be what government's next, what companies people, they don't want people to use, do you know what I mean? What countries do I want to overthrow? And it's a time and age that technology has brought us to. It's actually brought us to this age. And that's a scary thing. And with AI coming in as well, how long before governments actually know what you're doing 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for your whole life? That's scary, right? Also, ladies and gentlemen, people, just an update. It's going to sound weird, right? But there's going to be no podcast next week. It's my birthday. I'm off for the week. I'm going to London Comic Con. If I get time, then it will be there. But I, I don't think there is. I, I just want to, a week off so I can chill, recharge the batteries. I just want to say thanks for the love. I keep saying it every week. The, the views and the ratings I'm getting, they just keep going up and up and up. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. Also, if you like the podcast, share the podcast. Tell people about it. Lots for everybody. Um, as well, if you could subscribe to my Spotify show, that would be amazing as well. Ladies, gentlemen, people, until next time, look after yourselves, look after each other, stay safe and enjoy. Until next time.